in the United States, the Turks and Caicos Island, Barbados, Grenada, Ireland, Germany, Ethiopia, Australia, Puerto Rico, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Singapore, the Philippines, South Africa, and Turkey. God bless you all for listening. We are grateful for you to have this historical ride with us. It's a, this platform has been reaching across the um, the globe and we are grateful we are not uh, a fiery sermon preacher we 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 bring the word of god to you the word of god is not outdated and um it is relevant it is relevant in your daily lives and there is a there's a word written for every single human being on this on this uh on this earth even if you move, um, you jump on a spaceship and go to to uh, Mars or Pluto or Jupiter. There is a word written for you. There is a word written for you. Check out this podcast, The Prophet of Nations, and uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Republic Podcasts, and many other um, platforms. They carry it. Um, you just type in the Prophet of Nations and you will see it. Remember to go 
to our website and leave us a, a prayer request the way of holiness ministries.com and um, you can click on the, the drop down just click on the uh, the drop down sign and um, you can also support us through the website and um, and through the platforms that carry the uh, the podcasts we're grateful to have you thankful for those who have supported us throughout this journey we're grateful for your uh, continuous support and um, we're grateful God bless you Amazon you go to check check out our books um, on Amazon we have some books the midnight uh, prayer devotional it's very good for those who are having trouble um, with uh, incubus, uh, um, succubus spirits. Those who have um, dreams with, you know, uh, in, um, morality problems in their dreams. They're having weird dreams of stuff that is happening to them. Um, though that book can help you. The Midnight Devotional. It will help you. Go to Amazon and type in Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, S-P-E-N-C-E, and order your copy. We have the, the Trumpet of Prayers. We have the, the, um, we have, uh, the fa Fasting and the Watches, which is the latest one, and we have some more books coming out as well. So look forward to them and, and support our books. It's very um, interesting about the Word of God. We're not substituting it for the Word of God. We're just breaking down certain aspects of it that you can actually have a better understanding of it if it's kind of difficult for you to read it when you read it in the Bible. God bless you, and we are grateful to have you. Um, we, are, we are here another week. Well, the, the, the first, uh, today is the first, I think. Yeah, today is the first, and um, it's been a lot that has happened in the world. Many might not... Um, catch up to speed i don't really follow the news that much but no one then uh, uh, uh people might just send me um clips of something that is going on and i you know maybe have interest to them and we you know i might just look at it it's very interesting what is going on in india um the hands of the lord is over india and um just like everywhere else, they have to go through what they have to go through. When you turn away from God, you will understand and see the consequences of uh, what God will do. You cannot, because you have prospered, worshipping idols, wood and stone, rivers, all these things you have been worshipping, and ignoring the true and living God who created all these things and yourself, then you will understand his uh, divinity. It is more than an animal, it is more than a river, and it is more than what you think, even your very self. Because a man cannot extend or extended his own very life to what he wants it to be. Else you would have dictators, you would have kings, you would have queens, you would have these people reigning forever. There are some evil people in this world. And some of them are in the height of power, which is which has been um held 
and controlled by principalities and powers, demonic forces that has kept them in place and God allowed them to be. Because sometimes when people are sinful, when people turn away from God, he will rule them with the rod of iron. It is written in the word of God. I can't make things up to suit. Um, God will rule people with the rod of iron in order for them to turn to him. And most of the time, most of the time, when they get out of their problems and their trouble, they've gone right back to the grave, looking for the devil and claim that they're looking for God in the grave amongst the dead. It is written in the scripture, let the dead bury the dead. Luke 9, 60, when Jesus had a, a brief conversation with this young man and he said, come follow me. The young man said, first, let me go bury my father and follow you. And Jesus repeated himself and he said, let the dead bury the dead. People who love to go to the grave, they are making themselves familiar with their resting place. Seek life. Seek life. I'm talking about people who work witchcraft, who, who love to go to do incantinations and, and think that that is what going to keep them in this world. The reason why you have to do that is because you do not know God. You do not know God. You do not recognize him. You can't recognize him because you can't even realize that you, you woke up this morning. You are alive, but you can't realize that you're alive. Because if you were awoke and you were alive, you would recognize that the God of heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob sent an angel to wake you up this morning. How did you stood? How did you swallow? How did you went to sleep? It is the grace and his mercy where you are still alive. And you run to the grave. Let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. We've got some interesting topic this morning. This is what the word of God is saying. Um, I have a word for the country of Turkey. The hands of God is over you, Turkey. Thus said the Lord, repent and turn to the true and living God. The country of Turkey, or Asia Minor, we speak in the biblical terms. The hands of God is over you. Thus said the Lord, repent. Repent. This is the word of God. And I've got um, a few words. I've got two words for, for uh, I will give it to you in, um, later on in, in, in this uh, program, but I'm going to just get into it because we, uh, we try not to stay too long to get people bored of the word of God. We're going to illustrate on some of the things. The word of God said, don't be envious of the wicked. Don't be envious of the wicked when they prosper in their way as a child of God. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. 
Let me tell you why sometimes we do. Um, unconsciously, when we see people prosper and we fast, we pray, we read the word, we baptize, we fill with the Holy Ghost, and as a Christian, we suffer all sorts of affliction. All sorts of affliction. We suffer. And sometimes when we look the wicked, sometimes we think that God loved the wicked more than how he loved the righteous. So the word of God said, envious, not of the wicked. Envious, not of the wicked. I'm going to turn your Bibles to Psalm 73. We're going to read from verse 3 to 12. But in the meantime, I'm going to encourage you, as always, that repentance and the remissions of sins is a must. Be baptized in the Lord Jesus Christ's name and tarry for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. The Holy Ghost is like a bird wing or the plane wing that take you up to heaven. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is one, but one you must receive in the living, which is the kingdom of God or the, or, or the, the, the peace of God. Whichever you want to call it, that is the Holy Spirit. When the kingdom of God come upon you, you shall prophesy. You shall speak with an unknown tongue. You can't force yourself to speak in tongues. If you speak, if you force yourself to speak in tongues, it's almost like you're telling yourself that I am a righteous man and you are not righteous. So you cannot force yourself to speak in tongues. God has to fill you naturally. He has to fill you naturally. That's why the Bible said, I, he said, I know who, he, the word said, he know who are is. You can fool God. You can fool me. I can fool you. You can fool them. You can fool though, but you cannot fool the creator. He made all things. So when you're fool, when you think you're fooling God, you're not fooling God, you're fooling yourself. You must be born again. Go to John 3, 3, John 3, 16, Acts 2, 38, 39. You can read Acts 8, Acts 19. It tells you a lot about the Holy Ghost. It is necessary. You can tarry. Tarry at home. Most churches are not fully open. Tarry at home. Hold your hand up, go on your knees, turn your face to the east. East of where you're sitting, standing, whichever part of the world you are listening to me. Hold your hand up. Be born again. Sometimes Some people got filled without their baptized, but if you got filled before you're baptized in water, you should still be baptized. Repentance and the remissions of sin is a must. God will do what he sees fit. Fasting, go to Matthew 6, read it in its entirety, learn how to fast. Learn how to fast. If you are living in different parts of this world, take this podcast, play the podcast, get a bottle of olive oil, a bottle of olive oil, open the olive oil and hold it up and play this podcast and hold it up in the air with both hands. And, and, and if you can hold it until it's finished, that's wonderful. But if you can hold it in part, that oil is anointed and consecrated. Use the oil to anoint yourself. You can use, if you have pain in your hand, you use said the blood of Jesus Christ and you, you anoint it and you throw it 
as if you are throwing something. You do, like you anoint it, or you you wipe it, or you 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 know and throw it. Don't anoint it and leave it and put it in your pocket or put it in your hand. Spirits are very they they're odorless, they're bodiless, are massless. They doesn't have bodies. They looks like they have body in the spirit, but they don't have bodies. They appear to be images, but they can be as tiny as a pinhead. Over 6,000 or 8,000 of them can be on you or in you. It causes sickness to insanity. So when you cast them out, you have to cast them out and tell them where to go. You can't just tell them to, um, there's another word for the Turks and Caicos Islands as I sit here too. Thus said the Lord, thus said the Lord, the Lord, the, the, the hands of God is over the Turks and Caicos Islands as well. Uh, thus said the Lord, thus said the Lord, thus said the Lord, in Jesus' name. And, um, you know, these demons, they are very tiny. And they can cause sickness, they can cause all kind of problems. So you can actually, so use the blood of Jesus Christ in, in words. You said the blood of Jesus Christ is against you. Come out, go back to the pit of hell and do not return. In Jesus' name. Some things you have to anoint it more than once because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it will take much longer for it to go. But you'll constantly pray and anoint it with that oil. At that instruction I just gave you. It will work. Believe me. It will work. By the grace of God, it will work. In Jesus' name. So we're going to... Why Why do the... Uh, why do we envy? Envious. Because... I'm telling you, people, we, we, we as Christians, we are, are aspired to be a child of God. When you're a believer, and when you're a believer, you believe. It is necessary to believe to even to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Believe. If you don't believe, pray and ask God to help you to believe in the Spirit to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because if you don't believe, it won't fill you. You have to believe. Believe that God, God exists. And he's a rewarder. And the wages of sin is death. You have to, every single one of us have to be um, rewarded because of what we do. What we speak, what we do. Even what I'm doing now, I will be rewarded. Reward doesn't come in physical, in gold and silver. The real reward come from God. Now listen to the word of God. It says in Psalm 73 from 3 to 12, I'm going to read it. And he said, I'm reading from the King James Version. And it says, for I was envious at the, uh, at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bonds in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plague like other men. Therefore, pride compasseth them about as a chain violence covereth them as a garment. My God. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt. They speak wickedly. Concerning oppression, they speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heaven, and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore, therefore, his people return, Ita, the water, and water of the full cup are wrung out to them. They say, how do God know? 
and there and is there knowledge in the most high behold this is the last verse behold these are the ungodly who prosper in the world they increase in riches this is a description of the wicked this is a description of the wicked they prosper and we as children of God we look to them and say look upon these look at these folks look at these folks these folks boy I tell you everything that they desire they get it which is true everything they desire they need a house they get it by the snap of a finger they need uh, money stardom they get it sometimes it came to them and when they don't they look up in heaven they sometimes they make they turn themselves into gods they turn their wife and their daughters and the dogs and the cats and the cows and the animals into gods their rivers their trees into gods they prosper and we as a child of God struggle and then at some point we as a child of God because we're still in the flesh we get out of our spiritual self and get into our flesh and wonder why God allowed them to prosper so much they will do wickedly they oppresses us they they do us wrong on the jobs they do us without any uh, recompense and we wonder if God don't hear them our God don't see them and why do God allow them to continue to do all these things to us but some of these things we have to go through them as a child of God it is written written in the Word of God we have to go through them if we pray about certain things that we are going through and it has not uh, abated meaning stop or turn we have to go through them so what you should base your prayer on is to fast fasting when you fast you insulate your flesh you insulate and you strengthen your spirit you draw closer to God that's what fasting does that's what fasting does the Bible said these can only come through fasting and prayer so and you stay in the Word of God because everything that a person does to you it is written in the Word of God so no if you had read or if you have read the word and understood it then you will understand what these folks are doing to you right you would have understood and then you will have more comfort when you know what someone is doing to you it it actually not only give you comfort but it give you understanding of this world you have to be foolish to this world to have understanding in God you have to be foolish to the world to the worldly things worldly behaviors worldly gestures worldly talks to have understanding in God because when we speak the way I, I talk to you it sounds foolish to the people in this world are people who are non-believers it sounds foolish because they only believe things that they see they only believe things that maybe their mind tell them but we do not go off our mind or what we see with our with our physical eyes we go off what the Lord God Almighty what the Holy Ghost 
give us. I do what I see my father do. I say what my father has already said. I'm just reiterating or reaffirming his word to you. What is necessary for this time? Why are we, why are you, why am I envious against the wicked? Listen to the word of God. Psalms 34, 16. The word said, the face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Wicked people will be cut off. You might not think so. They might not think so. But they will be cut off. The face of the Lord is against them. They will not see God's face again. They might think they, 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 they are, um, you know, they got it going on for them. They think they got it going on for them, don't they? But believe me, God will cut them off. God will cut them off at some point. Do not be envious of the wicked. Try to live in obscurity. It is a blessing to learn how to live in obscurity. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to strive for things. I'm talking, this message is basically for people who want to be a child of God. This is not for the people of this world. If you are a, if you are worldly, if you are a worldly type of person, now you love this world. And all that is in it, that's all you love. This message is not for you. You can listen, but it is not for you. But it is for a child of God. Why are you going to grudge or envious of someone? You have fingers, right? Some people don't have fingers because they lose their hands. But whatever you have as a human being and you're alive, why would you want somebody else's fingerprint and you have yours? And everyone's fingerprints are different. Why do you think the other person that's supposed to have their fingerprint? No. The wicked, the things that they have in this life, that is all some of them is going to get. The Bible said that is their constellation. That is their constellation, meaning they will not get, there is nothing else for them because the face of the Lord is going to cut them off. It's going to cut them off completely. You remember the story about... Uh, Lazarus, where um, he, in his time, I'm not talking about the, the, the Lazarus that uh, died and um, Jesus raised him from the dead. He, he, he was a whole man and he was poor, full of sores, dog, lick his sores when he was, um, was old and sick. And when he died, the Bible said the angel took him and uh, into Abraham's bosom. In those times, they would call the Holy Spirit or heaven Abraham's bosom. And um, the story about Dives. He was a wicked man. He was a rich man, but he died and he, got, he went to hell. And he was in hell. And he was... The story was that he was telling. He was calling out and said, Tell my brethren... Tell my brothers, send somebody, go and tell them. Send somebody from, from um, send, send uh, somebody to tell my brothers, don't come to this place. I am tormented. I am in hell. I am thirsty. I can't get no water to drink. Tell my brothers, do not come to this place. Remember, he was rich. 
in his living when he in his living time but now he's dead he's in, in hell tormented and he said tell my brother but the word came to him and he said there are Moses you have the prophets they 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 are there to warn him because if one one cannot come from the dead to warn them because there's remember what I said before there's no remembrance of the dead if somebody come from the dead and telling you something that this are that it's not them it's not them there's no remembrance of the dead there's no remembrance in the grave there's no repentance in the grave everything that is in the grave is dead let the dead bury the dead don't be envious of the dead why would they call it dead because it end it stops there's no more life in the dead So he said, send my brethren, send my brother, go and tell my brothers, do not come to this place and call hell. Did you realize that most people who die there never come back and tell you what it is like over there? Some people say they get dreams about how they saw their, their loved ones and said they are okay. Of course they're okay. They have no other choice. They have to be okay. <laughs> they have to be okay. They have no other choice. They have no other choice. That is not them telling you they're okay. The devil trying to tell you that they're okay. Because he already got them. They got them. It is important to be safe, my brothers and sisters. It's important. It is not a joke. You cannot give a ransom for your wife. No care how much you love them. I do not care how much guns you have around your wife nowadays everybody think they have to have a gun to protect their family you can't protect your own self you can't even protect your own self you can buy all the guns in the world to protect your family you cannot protect yourself from god i'm going to show you why you can't even protect yourself from god you can't protect yourself from god i'm not saying that you're not supposed to get your your armor i'm not trying to go against your armor you get what you have to get if that's what make you happy that make you safe for the time you are here in this life a man laying his bed he has no use to himself when he starts sleeping we are so foolish to the things of this world the world have us so stupid drunk in arrogance and nonsense that it will make you think you are able to protect yourself none of us cannot protect ourselves nobody on this earth not even the animals not even the insects cannot protect themselves from the hands of god we only act like we can but we can't if there's a flood a earthquake or a storm coming everybody running even the very ants running from the face of god so we are no match for the creator we only act like as if we do. That is why God sent a disaster. Look at what is going on in India. It happened here in the United States. It happened in England. It happened all over the world. The coronavirus. China. It happens all over. There is no place on earth that has not been touched by the coronavirus. It, is, it was the seating pot that is written in the Bible. God said, in turn the seating pot over. It's like you're cooking a gumbo. You're cooking a stew. You put all sorts of stuff in it 
which was not supposed to eat. You were not supposed to eat it. You put possum. You put your primate in it. You put cats, dogs, flowers, cactus plant. You put uh, all sorts of stuff in it. And you put dumplings in it and it started to boil. It started to boil. And it boil, boil, boil. Everything started to melt away like water. It becomes a stew. You can't tell the difference of what it is. That when you eat it, when you eat it, it wind up becomes poisonous. Because you were not supposed to eat it. Everything on this earth was not made for you to eat. Some things are scavengers. Some things are made to clean up the earth in order for you and I to live. They keep the ecosystem balanced. If you understand what I'm saying, in your language, wherever you may be in this world, everything were not made to eat, to ingest. Some things were made to keep the ecosystem balanced. Look at the... the, 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 the uh, the geographic channel. Those who are living in Africa understand what I'm saying. The lion, the wildebeest, the hyena, the wolf, all of them, when they're hungry, they go hunt. And what that does, it keep the ecosystem balanced. Just for you and I to live. Just for you and I to live. So, Everything is not supposed to be eaten. So all of this stuff has happened because God's hands has become heavy over the world. And God has to judge all sin. If they are in China worshipping devils and because they are prosperous, don't, don't worry about them. Their time is coming. If they are in India worshipping wood and stone, their cows, their temples, their rivers, don't worry about them. Their time has come. And most of the time when people get away from these harsh hands, when God's hands is over these places, what has happened is that they turn back to their same wicked ways. They forget that their loved one has died because of their own sin. The Bible tells us not to go to the house of mourning because the reason why these people have been mourning is because God has turned away his mercies from them. You might look at them and say, it is a wonderful thing. You know, they were wonderful people, but you must understand the ways of God is more divine and pure. There are things that you see in people. Sometimes that's not what it is. God said the hearts of man. And said the hearts of man is extremely wicked. What wickedness is, is when a person do not love God. Wickedness is not only when a person hits you or a person do you wrong. The person is wicked when they do not love God. Because in that heart, that's where murder is. That's where sedition is, heresy, unfairness, no love, racism. That is in that heart that you can't see. People smile with you, but you don't know what is in their heart. You don't know what is in their thoughts. The wickedness is in the man's spirit. Is in the spirit of man. That's where the wickedness is. So the coronavirus has took its toll. 
And when it took its toll, it actually caused man to weep and mourn because the hands of God is upon them. You can shoot the coronavirus. You can bomb it. You can spy on it. You can do not. You can make a vaccine. You can make a vaccine. That's fine. You make your vaccine. But it doesn't mean that God is finished with us. And you can think you're smart. But what they are doing, the people going to recoup all that they have lost because they have not they have not allotted the people to take the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a day. The people who work from 9 to 5, from sun up to sundown, the world has worked them to death. So by they work them to death, they have two, three, four, five jobs. Some of them have no jobs. So they have no time for God. And God is upset with the people, with the, with the rulers, the kings, the tyranny. Because the people have been overworked and they have turned away from God. So by they turn away from God, God has to give us a Sabbath. Meaning, if you notice, the world has been shut down. So people do not understand the church has been sleeping. Well, the, what we call the church, it was sleeping. They are there um, picking people, people's pocket. They're busy pe picking people's pocket. They're not concerned about your soul. Some of them, they're they very eloquent speakers, a lot of them. But they're not concerned about your soul. They don't understand sin. The wages of sin is death. Repentance is a must. These are things that have not been preached in church. Prosperity has taken over because the church has migrated. Is either the church has been migrated or the world has been migrated in the church, one or the other. But whichever it is, they have been married. The church and the world has been married. The Bible said, Be ye holy as I am holy. Be ye separated. Because as I am holy, so you are to be holy. Holiness means separation. We have to be separated from the world. We must be in the world, but not of the world. Anything that is of this world is enmity against God. It is enmity against God. You don't have to walk with a placard over your head telling people that you are a child of God. You are fooling yourself. Let your spirit be a child of God. Let your ways be a child of God. Let your actions be a child of God. God have his assignment for you if you are really a child of God. The devil knows who you are. Because if you do not look like him or look like them, they're going to they're gonna always interfere with you. This is why you go through a lot of problems on the job, in your family, in your homes, with your friends. That is why they're so different. They, 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 everything, they lied on you. If they don't lie on you, you would not know that you're a brethren. If they do accuse you, you would know that they are the devil. How would you know? If you don't get afflicted, how would you become meek? How would God get out, get out pride out of your heart if you're, if you're not afflicted? If you have not been sick, how would you know that you can, you can pray for healing? How do you know you have the, 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 the gift of healing? So the things that we look at, 
some of us will look at and think it is uh it is so much of a big deal or a big problem it is a it is a great help to you god is helping you in your sickness in the times of trials and trouble and you don't even realize it job go to the book of job job 18 17 and he said is remember and shall perish from the earth and he shall have no no name in the street it's talking about people who have been dead the wicked the righteous their names will be forgotten now think about a lot of us in the in the in the new world whether it is in the in the western world or other places we wind up become idols indirectly or unconsciously without knowing you see those statues that you see people put up with people of the past and statues of this one or that one are great people are great that and you look at it every day and you remember it you go to school you, you learn about them they put their their favorite statues up and we worship them you're worshiping them if you continue looking at them and revere them as though you revere them and then that same individual or individuals deem themselves as christians the bible tell you about you're not supposed to worship idols but some people look at it as that they're preserving history of course you're preserving the wickedness of your heart you're preserving the wickedness of your heart how can you worship a statue what is in that statue because a man is standing there looking or a man is sitting there um folding his feet and his hands or a man sitting on a horse are women um looking like angels but you put wings on them and all kind of stuff how oh these things gonna help you how is oh how can it save you so you realize what you have done they even have them in the, in in some churches they have pictures of angels and stuff in churches why would you do that because you're your worship you're worshipers of idols you're idol worshipers but you're in the you said you're in church isn't it the bible tell you that god do not share his glory with no man so when you think about some of the things that we do even in churches even in churches some of the things that we do in church it is not of god if i tell you it is not of god you some people might tell you that they won't listen to me that's okay if you don't listen to me i'm telling you we are idol worshipers indirectly we worship a lot of things that we were not supposed to even revere we're not supposed to do it as a child of God. Let the world revere these things. They are of this world. Let them revere it. Let them revere it. It is, it is for them. It is for them. Let them revere it. The word of God. Let them revere it. We are worshiping idols indirectly. And we don't even know it. Even in the very church. That's why I told you about migration. The world has migrated into the church without you even knowing it we talk about a lot of self we talk about ourselves a lot you know talk about ourselves when we when we, we worship when we do things and um we don't realize it so we wind up become idols idol worshipers self when we go to church is all about us a me 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 myself and i me, me, myself, and I. 
Let's get into the word of God. John 10, 16. And it says, And other sheep have I, I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. This is the word of God. You're talking about you who listen to me today. You're talking about they who will come and listen to this voice. And not only this voice, but the voice of God. The voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you hear me, you will hear him. If you hear him, you will hear me. If you hear me, they, somebody else will hear you. If the Spirit of God is in you. So, you who are listening to me now, listening to me right now, you're going to be soul winners. You should be soul winners if you are of God. So now, there are going to be many other people who come and listen to the word of God. And they will hear my voice. The Bible talking about believers. And um, like listening, to hear someone and to listen is different. And why it's different? It's almost same, it sounds as if it is the same thing. But when you hear someone, when you listen to what the person says, and you hear, when you hear them and you listen, you, you, your, your, your behavior and your attitude will change. But when you don't listen, when your ear, your spiritual ear is actually lack or a block to the righteousness of God, you will continue to do the same thing. You won't, you won't actually stop doing what you're doing. So the word of God, the word of God is, um, is very near and dear to those who actually is of God. Obedience. The Bible said obedience is better than sacrifice, to be obedient. But we want to be obedient to the right people and to the right things. Why? Because there's a lot of people who are obedient to things that has led them nowhere. You must, when a person is teaching you the word of God, they must teach you the word of God for you to look to God, not look to me, not look to someone else or look to yourself. Always point them to the things of God. Point them to God. Because I can't save you. I cannot save I don't care how many offering you have given me. You, I cannot save you. You have to believe yourself. You have to believe that God exists. You have to believe in the word of God. And you have to believe that God is true. You have to believe yourself. I only can point you to the things of God. So you are responsible. You will be responsible. But I am also responsible for your soul. Wherein, when you understand and you, you are in the kingdom of God, you understand what the kingdom of God is all about. When you know God for who he is, then you tell others about him. Then some people will come to you and ask you, how do you know? You know, when you hear people tell you that, you know, they are not of God because it is not them speaking to you. It is the devil in them. How do you know? What is it to them if, how do you know? Think about this. What is it to them? How do you know? You are telling them, look to God. 
You are telling them, pray to God. You are telling them, do this to take them to God. But yet they are asking you, how do you know? They are interested in to know how you know. Because you were not supposed to know. That is what the whole point is. You were not supposed to know how to fast, how to pray, how to look to God. They want you to look to man. They want you to look to me. Don't look to me. I get sick sometimes. I have pain in my body. I have to lay hands on my own self and pray. Others have to pray for me. I have inconsistencies in my own flesh. You have inconsistencies in your own flesh. We are just mere people. So you don't look to me. I only can direct you. There is, I have a beginning and I will have an end. You have a beginning, you will have an end. There is no help in man. There is no help in the human being. We will expire at some point. We will expire. Our wives, your husbands, your children, your family, they are a mere gift from God. They are here to keep your company for the time you are alive. But they cannot save you. And when you're going, even if you die with them, you can't go where they're going and, you can't, and they can't come where you're going. Unless if they are not saved and you're, and if one is, one is saved and one is unsaved, both of you are going to be separated. You all came into this world at different time. And when you leave, you're both going to leave at different times. And you go go different places. If God's permit. So it is necessary, if you love your family, if you love your wife, if you love your husband, if you love your children, if you love your family, you will pray for them, for them to believe God, to love God, and to be safe. Repentance, forgiveness of sins is a must. It's 490 times per day. You're supposed to pray forgiveness for yourself and for others. I do not know anyone or met anyone who have prayed 490 times a day yet but it means that every time you open your mouth you should forgive yourself and forgive others it is better to pray forgiveness prayer for a person than to pray spiritual warfare prayer for them especially when you're living or working in close proximity to these people when they're mad at you for no reason they get upset at you for no reason they hate you because of who you are inside. They hate you because of your spiritual position with God. They are the boss. You are the mere uh, housekeeper. You're the mere, mere gardener. You're the farmer. You're the sheep herder. But yet they hate your very guts. Sometimes you think it is it, it's a form of... Uh, so Everything people use and think that it is racism. Everything is not racism. I'm not taking up for the wicked people. I'm not taking up for nobody that is wicked. I'm trying to tell you. It is because of your spiritual position. You have wonderful white people, wonderful black people, wonderful Chinese, wonderful Indians. And you have wicked Indians, wicked whites, wicked blacks. Everyone is wicked. The hearts of men is wicked. Class. It's not only in the white world we have class, clash, our people. It, everything boils down to money. Everything boils down to money. 
and everything boils down to sin and this world. Don't get it twisted. It is your spiritual position that is what people hate you for. Your, your, your spiritual position. When people hate you, it is because of your spiritual position. They do not see themselves in you. You are a mirror to them. So when they want to kill you, when they want to destroy you, it's because of your spiritual position. You are a live walking and you don't even know who you are. Not because a person is in charge of his, his uh, earthly domain. It doesn't mean that they have a spiritual position in Christ. That is what they are mad at you for. That is what the devil is mad at. The devil in them is mad. The Bible said that the kingdom of God was taken by force. They will not take you and said, come, let us walk to the, to the diner. Let's walk to the diner and have a, a cup of coffee. They're going to take you by force. They either going to kill you, maim you, lock you up, throw you away, destroy you, burn your house down. Are they going to invade something or somebody going to invade you? This is how the devil work. The devil do not work with, with, with cordialness or, or go, come and put his hands on your shoulder and pat you. Think again if you think that's how the devil work. If you think that's how he works, then well, I think you're, you, you, you will understand what I'm trying to say to you. You know, God, God allows certain things to happen in this world because he wants you to come to him and want you to understand what he's all about. He wants you to understand what he's all about. Great God. Go, go to Luke, uh, Luke 20, verses 16. And he said, He shall come and destroy the husbandman and shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. This scripture is talking about, this scripture is talking about your, 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 um, just as all the angels were in heaven and they sinned and they got kicked out. It's the same thing with you and I. If we, who are called, who are called, and we do not do want to do we we disobey God and we don't want to do what God calls us to do. We are the husbandman. So the husbandman meaning you're gonna marry people to Jesus Christ, to the kingdom of God. So I am marrying you. I am actually putting you together. I'm I'm hooking you up. That people nowadays people call it date. I'm hooking you up with Jesus. So I am the husbandman. So if you, if I don't do what I do, this is what is gonna happen to me. He said, and he shall come and destroy these husbandmen, and he shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. Meaning, God, no, this can't happen. Have you ever heard when I speak and I tell you this is going to happen? God said, Egypt will be a desolation. God said, Edom will be destroyed and be invaded and be plundered. And some people might say, what under hurt he's talking about? No, God is not going to make this happen. Egypt is the world. Egypt is the world. People in this world are going to live in tents and they're going to run up and down just like what it was in the olden days because of their sinful ways. And in their heart, in their mind, they said, no, he does not know what he's talking about. I am not, it's not me. Watch and see. If you live long enough to witness, this is not the end. This is not the end of what God is going to do. You see, the world doesn't want us to preach these things. He wants you to tell them how they're going to be blessed. Then when, when coronavirus and worse than corona come, it catch, you, it catch you off guard. Yeah, it catch you off guard. 
and then we don't understand how come this thing happened. The prognosticators them caught sleeping. The, 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 the fortune tellers they caught sleeping because they do not know the hour and the time. Only God Almighty is no no. They will tell you what the dead tell them to tell you. They don't know what is going on in this world. Even the prophets, we don't know. If God doesn't show us, how would we know? But we, we have confidence in God because of who he is to us. Some of us is going to die. Church people, righteous, the unrighteous. Look at the coronavirus. The coronavirus kill young, old, black, white, blue, pink. Every one of us got touched by it. God is no respecter of no one of us. If you sin and you are associated with sinners, most of the time, if you are in the wrong, wrong place with them, you will get killed just like how the unrighteous will get killed. It is just as simple. He said, be come out from amongst them. This is what people turn into racism and turn into um into you're not, you know, blacks not supposed to go with white, white not supposed to go with Chinese, Chinese not supposed to go with Indians, and people come up with this foolishness. I'm not saying that people from different races not supposed to be where they need to be if they want to be. That is their um that is what they they do. That is what people do. But I'm saying it is your spirit. It is your spirit that join us together. It is not your flesh. It is your spirit. If your kingdom is a different kingdom from mine, you will not love me. You will not love me. This is what people hate each other. Muslim hate Jews. Jews hate Muslims. And this is what caused that. Because their kingdoms are different. And if the, Muslim, if the, the Jewish kingdom is of hell and the Muslim kingdom is of hell, they will not hate each other. They will love each other. They will make peace with each other. It is not religion that causes us to be um, separated. It, they use it as a way to foment war. Racism to foment war. Status to foment war. Clans to foment war. But it is your spirit. When you find one nation destroying another nation, both of them are of the kingdom of hell. So when they do that and they do not have God, they do not know God, so they fought against each other. The devil uses them to kill each other because the devil wants their souls. The devil is not interested in their country. None of us comes from the place where we are at now. None of us. Some of us don't even know. They say they're from Europe, they're from Africa, they're from this, they're from that. You don't even know where you're from. Who wrote history before your history was written? Who? Who wrote history before history was written? So you still do not know where no man started out from. You can dug up every bone of Pharaoh and the, the Indians and all these indigenous people until thy kingdom come. You still cannot find out where we were before we, we are at where we are at. So it, I'm not saying that it is not, hist it is not necessary in terms of historical facts to know where this from and where that from. That is where nowadays I, I found people be talking, say they are black Jew, they are brown Jew, they are white Jew, they are this, they are that. You tell me, under earth, how is that going to save you? How? How can that save you? Tell me how it's going to save you. If you're a black Jew, white Jew, brown Jew, Jew Jew, tell me what under earth, how it's going to save you. If you're a Muslim, if you're a Buddhist, you're a 
agnostics, how is gonna save you? Tell me how. My God Almighty, you see, the devil got us weak. Just like how the world crept in the church, it is the same way the devil have other nations and nationalities weak in sin and foolishness. People talking about they don't like the way the country going. They don't like this, they don't like that. We in the Western world, we should be glad. We should be happy. We have civility. We have discourse where people can go and vote. There are places people can't do that. Sometimes when you have life too good, you know, in the Bible, it tells you about when the nations of Israel, the nation of Israel, they had judges and they envied. Remember what I said before, envious not of the wicked. They envied other nation. They wanted a king. When you envy that you want something that you're not supposed to have and you keep bothering God about it, he will give it to you. He will give it to you. Listen to the word of God, 2 Samuel 23, and I'm going to take a break. He said, and David, and David long and said, Oh, that one would give me a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. The water, when he tasted the water, he was running in the wilderness, running in caves, running from Saul. And even when the men went and got the water for him, he said, he poured the water out as a, as, a, as, a, as a testimony. Said, he don't even deserve to drink the water. Because the man risked his life to get him the water to drink. But he longed for that water. So he thirsted for peace. He thirsted for that Lord, for that communist with God. He thirsted to have, to see the Holy Ghost be working in the church where people will be um, delivered, where people will be saved, where people will love God, when the world will love God. He longed for that water, that living water. He longed for, for um, stillness, peace, joy, happiness, for a life where you can, you know, be around people who are like-minded, who love God. He, he was longing. He was longing. He was longing. David was longing. I tell you. God's a good God. I'm going to take a quick break. This is a prophet of nation speaking. This life, yeah, yeah. This life is so hard, yeah. Thank God for my troubles. I learned how to pray, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Hunger for God makes me hunted as I pray. Yeah. Praise God, yeah. My suffering, yeah. Now I am a repairer of breaches. Praise God, yeah. I said, this life, oh God, yeah, is so hard, yeah. Spread weight 
for the sons of men. speaking. Thank you for joining us from uh, what part of the world? Wherever you're joining us from, from the United States, we are here in the United States. Uh, Turks and Thank you for joining us in Turks and Caicos Island, Barbados, Grenada, Ireland, Germany, uh, Ethiopia, Australia, Puerto Rico, United Kingdom, Nether uh, the Netherlands, uh, Singapore, Philippines, South Africa, and Turkey. God bless you for joining us. Remember to check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Podcasts, and the Apple Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Republic Podcasts, and others. You can get us. We have books on Amazon. Type in Courtney Spence on Amazon. You get. Uh, we have some prior books out there. Remember to go to the Way of Holiness Ministries dot com. The Way of Holiness Ministries dot com. Leave us a prayer uh, request, and we will pray for you. God bless you and. Um, yeah, you can send us a message also if you if you uh, have any questions concerning this podcast. We are grateful to answer your question. We will generalize and just answer the question during our podcast. Or, or you can send us a message on the website. God bless you. And um, thank you for those who supported us. God bless you. Uh, we're talking about envious. Not uh, You should not be envious against um, about the wicked because their, their days are coming. It's not because we're glad their days are coming, but be glad and be happy in your obscurity as a child of God. And if you want to be a child of God, the poor will always be with us. And um, when we do things for people, we should not go and advertise it and tell people what we have done. Even when we pray, sometimes I have to restrain myself. Because I don't want to look like as if I'm some great person or a great one. I am not great. The, the Bible said there is no good in us. The only thing that is good in us is the Holy Spirit, which is God. And is only God. One is good. There is no other. None of us. No, no one else is good. People always say, oh, I'm a good person. That one is a good person. No, there is no one good but God. No one good but God. Let us not glorify ourselves, but to give all glory, honor to the creator, to God. Let us be careful to give God the glory, the honor and the praise and to worship him for everything. Whatever I do, God put that work in me to do it. I take no credit for what I do, but and you shouldn't take credit for what you do either. That's the word of God. Now listen to the word of God that what is going to happen. There are some things that is going to happen. The, the word of God comes to you and it says here in Joel, the book of Joel 3.19, and Zechariah 14, 17. This is the word of God. That This is what is going to happen. And this is talking about Egypt. Egypt is a representation of the world. It said, Egypt shall be a desolation and Edom shall be a desolate wilderness. For the violence against the children of Judah, because they have shed innocent blood in their land. Let's go to the message version. 
and I'm going to break it down and tell you. He said, what a day. Wine streaming off the mountain, milk rivering out of the hills, water flowing everywhere in Judah. A fountain pouring out of God's sanctuary, watering all the parks of the God and garden. But Egypt will be reduced to weeds in the vacant lot. Edom turned into barren badlands, all because of brutalities to the Judean people. The autocrats and uh, murderers of helpless innocent. Meanwhile, Judah will be filled with people. Jerusalem inhabited forever. The sins I have already forgiven, I, I'll uh, forgive. I forgive. God has moved into Zion for good. So this is talking about what is going to happen true to Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world. So what is going to happen in the world? What is going to happen in the world? There's going to be chaos. So when you see things happen, don't look like as if you don't understand what is going on. Let's go to the easy version again. I'm going to give it to you in every different way I can for you to understand it. But Egypt will be an empty desert. I will destroy Edom, a country near Israel, because their people hurt the people in Judah. The people in Judah had not done anything wrong, but the people of from Edom made them give up their blood. Do you want it more simpler? This is the word of God, Joel 3.19. You can read it for yourself. Read it for yourself. I'm going to go to Zechariah, the book of Zechariah, Zechariah 14. This is another word that God has given me to give you, and I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you. This is the word of God. And it says, let's go to the King James Version, which is a, which is the, the most uh, popular version for most people in the Western world. And it shall be that whosoever will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. I'm going to go into the message version. And break this down for you. He said, all the survivors from the godless nations, nations mean people, you, me, them, over there, over there. The godless nations that fought against Jerusalem, the church, the people of God, the people who love God will travel to Jerusalem. The Bible, the word of God is saying that all the survivors from the godless nation who never believe, the Muslim, the Buddhists, the agnostic, the Christians, the, the non-Jew, the Jew, they will travel to Jerusalem every year to worship the king, God of the angel army, and celebrate the feast of Booth. If any of these survivors fail to make the annual pilgrimage to Jerusalem to worship the king of the angel army of God, there will be no rain. So it means that if people don't go and worship God, it's going to reach a time. It going comes a time if people don't go and worship God, make this pilgrimage to worship the true and living God, there will be no rain on them. No rain. You know what rain means? Blessing, food, drinks, work, stability. If the Egyptian don't make the pilgrimage, this is the people of this world in talking about the Egyptian. And worship, there will be no rain on them, for them. 
every nation that does not go up to celebrate celebrate um, celebrate the uh, the feast of booth will be hit with the plague. You hear what the word of God said? They will be hit with the plague. Egypt and any other nation that does not make pilgrimage to celebrate the Feast of Booth gets punished. This is the word of God. Joel 3.19, Zechariah 14.17. Go to the word of God and you will understand what I'm, just, what I'm saying to you. This is what is going to happen. This is what is going to happen. If you don't go, all of this stuff that is going on in this world, this is what is to come. Those who listen in Australia, Ethiopia, South Africa, Grenada, Jamaica, the United States, this is what is to come. Share the news that we must return and we must we must turn our ways, turn our wicked ways, and turn to the true living God. We must worship God in spirit and in truth. He's a, he's a He's, God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Go to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 20. Deuteronomy, uh, sorry, Deuteronomy 30, 20. He said, that thou may love the Lord thy God, and thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou may cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of days, and that thou may dwell in the land of which the Lord swear unto mm. Thy father, Abraham. The, um, Abraham. Unto Isaac. And Jacob. To give them. This is this is telling you that God is your life. And God, the word of God said he made all things. He made all things. He didn't say he made some things. He didn't say he made some stars. He didn't say he made some planets. He made all things for his purpose and his, and his purpose only. He made all things for his purpose and his purpose only. So there is nothing in this world that was not made, that was made. God made all things. So if we cling to God, if we cling to God, if we cling to him, he will keep you. He is your life. He is your being. He is your breath. He is your food. He is your daily bread. The Bible said we should not worry about what to eat or drink because everything that we're supposed to eat or drink is already provided. We do not look at it like that. We think we have to work. Of course you have to work. Of course you have to work. You have to till the soil. You have to farm. You have to, wherever you may be, what part of the, the, the world you are. You, you, you do what you got to do. But God made the provision. If no rain came, your land is barren. Your land is dust. If the economies of this world crashes, your world come to an end. There will be hunting. This is how the things of God is. So God is your source. God is your life. God is everything to you. God is everything to you. God is everything to you. Let, let us not envy people. Be thankful. Be grateful for what you have. If you have much, thank God for it. If you have little, thank God for it. Listen to the word of God. Luke 16, 15. And he said unto them, He, um, he are they which justify yourselves before men. 
but God knoweth your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is, abom is an abomination. Everything was done before it happened, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Tomorrow is a new day. Praise God. This is the Prophet of Nations speaking. Sorry about for, um, that interruption, short interruption. Praise God. Yeah, we are, we are um, discussing about the not to envy, the envious of the, the wicked. And we were talking about those who are highly esteemed. Highly esteemed. Those who raise themselves up. Those who seem as if they are some great persons in this world. They are nothing. And it is an abomination unto God. Luke 16, 15. That's where we were. And um, the, 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 the things that is going on in this world is... Uh, is um the things that is going on in this world where people look stardom where people look to to other things is just foolishness it is foolishness to god it's an abomination unto god it's an abomination unto god it has no value to you as a person go to matthew 6 verses 2 and listen what the word of god said he said there when therefore when thou do thy arms meaning when you do your works when you help people don't sound the trumpet, which is your mouth. Don't speak before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. So people who do things because they want people to know that they do it and see it and stuff like that. When you feed the poor, when you do this, when you do that, you don't have to do that. When I used to go to church and I, uh, and I, um, a certain church I used to go to and when I, give my offering i never write my name on it i never put my name on it and they always wonder who's who, who, who give this i don't care if they want it because i know god knows i have to try the word to see if it's real and god used to always blesses me just the same so go to um the same uh, matthew 6 verses 5 and it says and when you when thou pray it thou shall not be as the hypocrites don't be as the hypocrites are. They love to pray standing in the synagogue. The word standing mean they like to they like for people to see them. They want people to know that they pray. Don't stand in the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. So everything that you do, if you're fasting secret, God will reward you openly. If you're praying secret, God will reward you openly. If you pray and because you want people to know that you pray and you want people to know that you do this or you do that you will get your reward your reward is sure all of us will get our reward it's not you know god is a rewarder he's a rewarder he's a rewarder to all whatever you do whatever you do god is going to reward you for what you does in this world it has been a great journey. Remember the word of God. Don't be envious of the wicked. They have their reward. You have your reward. Whatever we say or do out of our mouth, our words are life. They are spirits. They are spirit. They are life. Whatever you say or do, you will be judged for what you say or do. Let your conversation be seasoned with grace. Pray and ask God to forgive one another for yourself first and others. It is very necessary for us to forgive each other. 
you know it doesn't matter don't go to your bed angry it's good to, it can be you can be quiet can be silent that's okay but don't be angry pray for others remove the burden of unforgiveness from your life from your way of walk with God and um, love God you know love God with all your heart your mind your heart your soul your being your fiber cling to him is your life God is your life everything you see around you is what God has provided for you and I to celebrate life of what we have it you you, you have nothing you came into this world with nothing and you're gonna depart with zero the only thing that is gonna really matter is what you did for God God bless you it, it have always been a good uh, journey and pleasure to bring the word of God to you. This is the prophet of nation speaking. God bless you. And uh, have a beautiful weekend. See you next week. Obedience is better than sacrifice. My God, yeah. I heard your voice when I ride. I heard your voice when I pray. I heard your voice when to go or stay. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I heard your voice when you call my name. I heard your voice. Oh Jesus, our wise words, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh my sons, yeah. Listen to my words. Say to my daughters of the preacher man, my God, yeah. Oh, my sons. Listen to my words. Say to my daughters of the preacher man, my God, yeah. yeah, yeah.